As kids, some of us have a dream of growing up to be an astronaut or a fireman. But very few of us end up pursuing our childhood dream. In this next segment, we hear from someone who held on tightly to that dream and is seeing it through in college. The following is that story in her words. We hear next from Grace Birch of Racine, Wisconsin. Hey everyone, my name is Grace. I'm a freshman biology major with an interest in engineering at Spelman College. We are doing online school, so instead of being on campus in Georgia, I'm currently in home in Wisconsin. That is okay for me because I am more comfortable at home, but due to the current crisis going on, I didn't have a normal end to my senior year of high school or beginning to college. And being an introvert, I was pretty happy at the beginning because I got to be by myself for long periods of times without being considered weird or having anxiety about being around a lot of people. But being at home surrounded by my family, it gets annoying at times. So when I'm just around my pets, I relax. So instead of going back to in-person school with the anxiety of being around people, I would love to one day move out and get a place in Georgia with my pets So being with my family for now is okay. Even though I'm just starting college, I have always known what I wanted to do with my life, to become a vet and help as many animals as I can. That's a dream many kids had, to work with cute baby animals and cuddle with them all day. Still, As we grow, we realize the true tasks of a vet, and while many realized it wasn't the job for them, I was even more interested in it as I learned more about it. I had grown up on Animal Planet, going into my parents' room early in the morning on weekends to catch Crocodile Hunter or Big Cat Diaries. But that wasn't the only thing that had caught my eye. Growing up, I was obsessed with Legos, Even now, I wish I could build even more if they weren't so expensive. I would build them within the day that my parents brought them. They would always say I would be an engineer. Now, I kind of want to be one. I have thought about building a chicken coop or even a house a couple of times. Still, in actuality, I have built a lizard terrarium and fixed things around my house. I also want to be a vet still, so I started researching how I could pursue both of my passions. I soon found biomedical engineering. Now it kind of sounds like a lot of different words put together, but it's basically medical and engineering knowledge being put together to solve a problem. Some examples of this are devices used in medicine, such as x-rays, ultrasounds, prosthetics, and so much more. What I want to do specifically is create prosthetics for animals.
If you have ever seen a three-legged dog or a turtle missing a fin, it's sad to see that they don't really mind, but it'll always be more difficult for them than it would be for other animals. I want to help them make it so that they can live as normal a life as possible. Implanting a hip replacement in a dog or a mechanical leg so they won't be in pain or giving a dolphin a new tail to swim again or even giving a bird a new beak so they can be re-released into the wild and not be if you have ever seen a three-legged dog or a turtle missing a fin you know it's sad to see that they don't really seem to mind but it will always be more difficult for them than it would be for other animals. I want to help them make it so that they can live as normal a life as possible. Implanting a hip replacement in a dog or a mechanical leg so they won't be in pain, or giving a dolphin a new tail to swim again, or even giving a bird a new beak so they can once again be re-released into the wild and thrive. A lot has been done to give animals prosthetics. Still, I know there are so many more possibilities to help them live happier and longer. I've always hated seeing animals in pain, especially if I knew that pain was caused by human error. This caused two major things in my life. My want to have animals and my dream job of working at an animal shelter. I got my first pet at the age of four. He was a little white miniature schnauzer from my cousin. When I first saw him, it was after school and a complete surprise. He was in my living room. After playing with him for a little bit, my parents asked me what I wanted to name him. I quickly said princess, not knowing she was actually he. They corrected me and I then, without much thought, named him Prince. Now. 14 years later, he's still my sweet little boy that I love with all of my heart. But back then, it didn't change how much I still wanted more unique and interesting pets. Now, I have seven pets that I care for, and I think very carefully about each one of their names, trying to choose what I think will fit them. My newest additions are two axolotls, Ash and Green. They are amphibians that will stay in their tadpole stage for the rest of their lives. They are native to Mexico and are currently endangered in the wild, but I got mine from a breeder. Still, those in the wild are suffering due to pollution in their last natural habitat. I also have a goldfish named Greg, who my sister no longer wanted. She also named him. I have Nova Atlas, a blue-tongued skink, who was still quite grumpy even after two years. And a chameleon, Kodak, who I named after the camera because of all the amazing colors he can turn into. Last but certainly not least, my sister's dog, who we both care for. She also named her. She did a good job, though. Her name is Mocha. She's a Staffordshire Terrier mix with a ton of energy. But soon, hopefully, I will be getting a bearded dragon. They will be my eighth pet. And I won't lie, I wasn't always the best at caring for my pets. Still, I always loved them and tried my hardest to give them the best life that I could give them. 
because I knew they deserved a good life no matter what they were or where they came from. And I can say with complete certainty, two things led me to think this way. Steve Irwin and Animal Cops Houston were the two shows I could watch all day and night and never get bored. Steve Irwin's passion for animals fueled my own, while seeing the mistreatment of animals on Animal Cops Houston made me yearn for the day I could help animals in need. This led me to be environmentally conscious and and fueled me to figure out exactly what vets do so I could one day do it as well. When YouTube became a thing in 2005, I got my first iPhone. I searched for animal surgery videos and Dogs 101, which I would also watch on TV. Still, I just wanted to learn as much about animals as I could. Now, as a freshman in college, I know so much more about animals, but I can still learn more, and I can't wait to see what amazing things happen in the world of science. Until then, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Animal Tific. I hope you enjoyed learning more about me and will tune in for my next episode where I will be going over something about science and animals. If you want to tell me a little bit about yourself, I would love to know more about you, like your grade or job, and what is your passion. I love that Grace shares she's an introvert who actually appreciates learning from home during the pandemic. Many of our introverted friends have excelled in their online classes. And what a perfect career for an introvert. Taking care of animals, it doesn't require you to have to work with humans. Grace found her calling at Spelman and she ran with it.